everybody to the American Laundry News Podcast. I'm your host, Editor Matt Poe. Since 1974, American Laundry News has been the newspaper of record for laundry and linen management. I've been with American Laundry News since 2015. For the past 25 years, I've been in print and online media, 18 as a trade publication editor. Now, at the end of 2017, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was passed and signed into law. It's being called the first major overhaul of the tax system in more than 30 years, and that means everybody, businesses and individuals, are experiencing changes in their taxes. Joining us on the phone to discuss some of the details of the acts is Catherine Barossi. Catherine is a Block Advisors Bookkeeper Enrolled Agent and Master Tax Advisor. She is authorized by the Internal Revenue Service to represent taxpayers in IRS audits. When she isn't preparing business tax returns, she's offering tax resolution services to small business owners with complicated tax issues and teaching tax classes to her peers. She also works closely with her local Chamber of Commerce and offers free classes for new business owners in Parker, Colorado. Catherine, thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thanks for having me. Now, before we get started, I want to let the listeners know that this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. If you need specific advice, please talk to your legal or tax advisor. Let's start diving into what the act means to to businesses. I mean, how radical is this reform? What are some of the key changes that have taken place? Right. The tax, the tax Cuts and Jobs Act will affect commercial laundry service providers differently depending on the type of entity they are. And by entity, I mean, are you a C corporation, an S corporation, a partnership, a sole proprietor? The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act really recognizes two different types of businesses. They call them the C-Corps or they call them pass-throughs. The biggest change for pass-throughs are going to be they're getting a 20% deduction off their net income. The key change for the C-Corps, they're moving to a flat tax, and the highest rate is not 35% anymore. It's 21%. C-Corps also won't have to pay the alternative minimum tax that's been eliminated. Those are just some of the key changes. Okay, so looking at this year, what would a laundry and linen service business, could they expect to experience with their taxes? Yeah, let's let's take a look at pass-through businesses first. The 20% deduction off of their net income, it's basically a haircut off the top of the business's otherwise taxable profit. And what's nice about this, other than the obvious, is that businesses will get this deduction without having to spend any additional money to be eligible. Sometimes businesses have gotten credits in the past, which are nice, but credits require businesses to spend money to get money. And this deduction is not a credit. It really is just like 20% off sale. There are limitations. The limitations are based on income levels for businesses in certain service type industries. Good news is linen and laundry service providers are not affected by this limitation. Um, In case you're wondering, types of services that are affected are those in the field of health, law, accounting, consulting, a few others, but not linen and laundry service providers. There's no limitation. I do have to give you a heads up, though. The 20% deduction does expire at the end of 2025, so that gives pass-throughs eight full years to enjoy these tax cuts. Okay, those are pass-throughs. Let's talk about C-Corps. I mentioned that there's a new flat tax rate of 21%. Linen and laundry service providers who were C-Corps in 2017 did not have a flat tax. 
It was graduated or what we call progressive. So under the old law, if you made less than $50,000, you were taxed at 15%. And then between 50 and 75, you were taxed at 25%. Income between 75,000 and 10 million was taxed at 34%. And then any income above 10 million was taxed at 35%. So there are two changes here. One is that we've gone from a progressive tax system to a flat tax, and the other change is that the highest tax rate dropped from 35% to 21%. Then there's also that alternative minimum tax, which is a big change for C-Corps. It's been eliminated. It was something that corporations couldn't avoid in the past if they had significant deductions to offset their income, but the new tax law, um, they don't have to worry about that kicking in when they don't expect it. That's a nice perk for businesses, and it's interesting that AMT, the alternative minimum tax, it was not eliminated for individuals with wage income who file on a 1040. The other thing to note is if businesses have AMT carry forward, they'll be able to use those through 2021. And sorry to get all into numbers and be so technical, but it's a complicated, complicated law, and I just want to be accurate with what I'm saying. Right. And that's kind of why we're doing this podcast to kind of hit the high points because it, it might be a little confusing out there. Now, these, what you're talking about with the numbers, they take effect right away. What about in 2019 and beyond? What can the businesses expect? The same thing or anything different coming along? Yeah, that's a great question because we have to know what aspects of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act are temporary and what aspects are permanent. Most of these provisions are expiring after 2025, and after that, the law will go back to how it was in 2017, last year. What is permanent, though, is that flat tax rate of 21% for C-Corps. No expiration there. Oh, so it's just that the C-Corp, the 21% tax rate, that's that's what's going to go carry... Care, oh, that's, yeah. oh, okay. All that's right. Permanent. That's good to know. So in 2025, they're gonna they can expect some changes back to the way it was, huh? That's right. We've got we've got eight years to uh, do some planning. Okay. Now I am not a tax person, but I've read a little bit about about the act, and I believe that there's some advantages for capital purchases and laundry and linen service businesses. They have some major equipment, tunnel washers, dryers, ironers that they purchase. What would you recommend in terms of timing and what benefits are there that are covered in the act for buying these capital purchases? Yeah, and and again, bear with me as I get a little bit technical. I'm going to get technical and then kind of break it down for okay, you. Okay. Okay. Um, what you okay? So what you need to know in the coming year and the next six years. I mentioned eight years before for that pass through deduction, but specifically when you're talking about purchasing large pieces of equipment, we, we're thinking six years. Um, the Cuts and Jobs Act has expanded what's called bonus depreciation. And under the new law, businesses can deduct 100% of the cost of large pieces of equipment in the year they purchased it. They had to have purchased it and put it in service after September 27, 2017 and before 2023. But the old law would only let businesses take 50% of what of the expense of what they purchased in that first year, and then they had to spread out the remaining 50% over several years. So this new law increases that deduction. So that's huge. If somebody wants to make a purchase in 2018, 19, 2020, as I said, for six years, the cost of that, 100% of that is going to offset their income. Um, this is This is really a huge change for them. 
The other thing is the Section 179 property, and that's a, a technical term that you'll have to discuss with your tax advisor. It used to be capped at $500,000, but now it's up to a million dollars for qualified property. So you can see this was a great question for you to ask because there's going to be extra money available from this lower tax rate and there's a new incentive now to purchase equipment. Businesses will want to make important decisions the next few years. Um, remember, it expires in 2023. Okay, and beyond the equipment, some laundry services may be looking at redesigning their plant or maybe even building a new facility. Would this be a benefit for them as well? It is. This is also something new in the in the new law. Um, it's called improvements, improvements to non-residential property, if anybody wants to search that. The improvements are also eligible for this maximum deduction increase of $1 million. Okay. Well, it's time to start spending money. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. So with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it it covers businesses and individuals. So that means these laundry and linen services, they have employees. How is this going to impact how the businesses deal with wages and benefits in terms of their employees? Well, in terms of, of payroll, employers are going to have to update their W-4s for their employees because the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act eliminated personal exemptions. So that means our old withholding tables aren't, aren't um, accurate anymore. Um, but the good news is the IRS released those new tables in February, so employers should have access to those by now so they can do the, the updating in terms of their federal and state withholding. In terms of Social Security and Medicare tax, though, that's going to stay the same, So, and that's what businesses get to deduct. So those payroll line items, Social Security and Medicare tax, um, that should be the same. They can still expect to deduct the same amount um, as they normally would. Something else to keep in mind, though, you mentioned employee benefits. Businesses can't write off meals or entertainment expenses anymore unless they make them taxable to the employee. So if you're an employer and you're looking for a way to reward your employees for, um, let's say, like a good safety record for that month, keep in mind that the, the Bronco tickets that you bought to hand out could make for an awkward conversation when the employee is expected to pay tax on something they've usually gotten for free. So the employer is going to have to get creative now on how to reward its employees or just give them cash bonuses, which have always been taxable. Um, employees love cash. Employers can write it off. Um, can be included in the W-2 and have federal income tax withheld. So that's a win-win. And employees probably will begin asking questions about bonuses because they know employers are getting a nice tax break. One final question for you. Kind of a overall, what general strategies would you recommend for a laundry company to best utilize the act, you know, so that best for business, best for the employees, and best for the customers? It's funny, this, this new tax law uh, reminds me of the time my father came to my house for dinner. I spent the whole week planning the menu. I did the shopping days in advance. And my father showed up late, and he had um, fancy mushrooms for me that he wanted me to cook for dinner and somehow fit them into my menu. It was a nice gift. Thanks, Dad. Um, everything ended up being delicious. But I had to think on my feet and admit that I was in over my head and get my husband on board to really take advantage of um you know, it, it was an expected windfall, my father showing up with these mushrooms. <laughs> so in general, my advice for laundry and linen service companies is first, recognize there's an opportunity here with the new tax law. Just recognize that the opportunity is now. 
It's not going to be there forever necessarily. And second, find a trusted partner. Lean on a tax professional for answers, someone who ideally has expertise and vision, someone who can see the the big picture of what's on the menu. Okay, well, I think we've given the listeners enough to consider about the new tax law for now. Catherine, thanks so much for sharing with us today. Thanks for having me. The American Laundry News Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago with music composed by Poddington Bear called Holding On, supplied through the Free Music Archive. For more information about future podcasts, visit our website at AmericanLaundryNews.com or consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For American Laundry News, I'm editor Matt Poe, reminding everybody to keep it clean. 